chew that umeboshi, baby. Chew it slowly. Don, quit your fancy ASMR dreaming and wake up. What? We're back. Who's back? Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends, of course. Oh, never heard of it. I have. Who, Who are, are you? you? I'm Victoria. I'm joining Okashina Podcast as the third chair. Nani? Would everyone stop screaming? Well, I'm glad you asked. Okashina Podcast Anime with Friends is a podcast in which two childhood besties, me, Sabrina, and you, Don, and you, Victoria, watch anime together and then discuss what we watched with restrained delight. That's three people. Mm, sounds boring. I'm going back to bed. You can't! You'll miss all the weird, wild, under-the-radar anime we cover. I never agreed to this. It's fun! Check us out on the Moonshot Podcast Network. Insert joke. Riley. Hey, Andrew. Do you want to make a podcast? Uh, yeah, I do, but I, I don't have any idea on what I would do it on. All right, good, because I got a I got an idea ready for you. Okay, um, okay, I'm ready. I need you to put on your sleuthing hat okay. because it's time for us to do a true crime podcast. All right, okay. We flirted with these before, but we've always been like, ah, you know, it would have to be the right the right crime to really kind of cut our teeth on. So I, mean, I got you got one. I got one for you. I got one. You ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. So this past weekend, uh, my wife and I went on an anniversary trip, uh-huh. and we, you know, we had a nice time. Yeah. We got to see the sights. We got to do everything. Uh, while we were gone, we asked our roommate, "Hey, could you make sure that you water the plants for us?" <laughs> pretty standard ask, right? Yeah, pretty standard ask, roommate. You know, just just water the plants, and and you know, you're gone for like what a week, so that's like water the plants twice, maybe once. Not even a week. It was a weekend. Uh-huh. Um, so we get back and we find that most of our plants look really nice. Except <laughs> Sam has, uh, she basically bought a booster pack of Dahlia bulbs, uh-huh. which is a thing you can do from yeah. a local farm. Okay, They just give you some random bulbs and say plant these and then in a year they'll come up and be a random flower. Okay. So she did that last year, so she was very excited. She's had these three plant stalks growing up out of the ground. Uh-huh. Um, it's been kind of neat, because like, they're, they're the same uh, species of plant, same but, genus of plant. Not sure where exactly on that, uh, they're, they're on that scale it goes back. What? They're the same genre, but they're different subgenres. Well, genre is plant, is the thing. So, uh, But yeah, they, they're all... But they're like similar, but you can tell like, oh, the leaves are a little different. The mm-hmm. stems are a little different. The colors mm-hmm. are a little different. This will be neat when they finally start to flower and bloom. And that was supposed to happen in the next two weeks. Okay. You'll notice I said was supposed to happen. Yeah, I did notice that. Yes. We got home and those plants were gone. Hmm. 
Now, I know what you're thinking. Andrew, they were dug up. Uh, no, there was no hole in the ground. They were just gone. There's no hole. There is no uh, debris. You'd think if something had like cut them down, there'd be some indication. Um, they are gone, stem and all. And the ground looks undisturbed. So, to me so far, this sounds like a situation in which somehow over the weekend your roommate let all your plants die and replaced them all individually and forgot about those ones. But if the ground looks undisturbed, that's an interesting mm-hmm. wrinkle, isn't it? Yeah, ground is entirely undisturbed. And have you checked for the roots? We haven't done the digging yet. We haven't uh-huh. uh, We haven't exhumed the body. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. We've only been back for a couple days. We haven't really had time to, to really dig around. Uh, but Sam the- wants to call this podcast Capers, uh, where we uh, study garden crimes. A great fucking name. Great, great style here. I... So these are all outdoor plants, you said, correct? All, yeah, all outdoor plants. There's all no, plants are outdoor plants. They need sunlight. No fucking way a, 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 like, and all your plants look strangely good now, or they just look good? They look fine. No, they, they all look fine. Like, they, they all, everything all, else is just, like, yeah. generic fine. Like, our, our green beans seem like they could use a little work. I, uh, I harvested all of our carrots, and those turned out mostly good. Like, everything else mm-hmm. seems... Uh, like a reasonable level of good for what we did, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the three you are waiting for are gone. Right. And have you interviewed the the roommate about this? Has no idea what happened. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, there is a situation in which, like, you know, some things just nibble them away, but there are things that just, like, yank the whole root out and eat it. That's why right, I'm but if that happened, the, the root would be, like... There'd be a hole. Unless did it rain while you were gone, so like the detritus all con- congealed back together. I can't imagine it would have congealed like that. Because how big of a plant is it? How big of a plant are we talking? Uh, well, now nothing. At the time, yeah. um, maybe comes up to my knee. Okay, uh, so these these are big plants. Yes, this is like this is a real plant. They're like it's it's one long stem. Mm-hmm. Um. They looked kind of like little trees almost more than they looked like, not a bush, mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. you know, a little, a little tree Does, came up to the knee, uh, was going to bloom any day now. Does your, uh, apartment complex have landscapers? They do. Is there a situation in which you were gone? No, Cause you were just gone for a weekend and they want to have a landscaper come on a Saturday or Sunday. Out. Yeah. And I will say, I do know that the, uh, the yard guys came on Wednesday last week, which mm-hmm. was weird. Uh, because Sam uh, noticed it because she had uh, her clients where she had to say, I'm sorry, I don't know why they're uh, going outside of our apartment. They usually come on Thursdays. And you saw the plant before you left. I do not regularly check on the status of whether or not my plants are still around. Did Sam? I believe Sam when she says that it was there before we left. Okay, okay, okay. And there is, is there any way to get a photo? Do you take a photo when you were leaving, oh, like each other, and then the plant would be in the background, anything like that? Yeah, we don't have any evidence. Don't have any evidence. I mean... I mean, who takes a picture of a plant on a random day, right? I mean, that, I know, but that's why you look in the background of photos, right? You take a picture of the two of you as you're walking out of the apartment onto your trip. And, oh, what's that? There's the plant in the back right. You can prove that it was there. Hmm, I'm trying to think of what another... I did just get a DM from my wife that says, Garden Story. 
I don't know if that is her telling me that she wants me to do this podcast or if she's listening to me as I speak. She could be. She could be listening. She make wants maybe wants to remind you about the garden story in case this is the garden story. And so, is there a chance that Sam killed them? I just want to get this out the way. Did did Sam get rid of the plants? And you, is, does she have some sort of? Would she have a reason to 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 fake the plants' death? You think? Okay, so you think Sam killed the plants? I don't, think me it. I don't think on it. A, I'm proposing took it. me on a trip to establish an alibi for herself. Uh-huh. Had someone, maybe our roommate, take care of the body while we were gone. Mm-hmm. And then she wants me to do a podcast to cover her tracks. That isn't in that that is compelling, but I don't think it is what happened. I'm just posing questions, Andrew. You're the one with all the information. My job here as as your consultant on this case is just to kind of provide hints and tips uh look for contradictions you know i've been watching a lot of the 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 fmv game contradiction which is mm. just a a british detective with the widest muppet mouth mouth i've ever seen who just basically (laughs) holds things up and goes like have you seen this before (laughs) and i I, my job is now to do that but from afar with the evidence that you have given me (laughs) Riley, I would tell you to play Phoenix Wright, but we both know that you don't know how to read. I think I think this is as far as we can get into the story in the pitching phase, but I do think that we should try to dig deeper into it, bring in some experts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll really bring in law enforcement and have them work with us on this one. They got nothing better to do. Um, I think My, we got a hit on our hands here podcast-wise. I do like this. I do want to dig deeper into this. And my 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 question for you, my 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 homework for you, or if, if maybe Sam isn't working, could run outside and dig up and see if she sees the roots. I need to, I need to know if if the body is underground. I need to know if the roots are there or if the whole thing has been subsumed by something. I will see what we can do this weekend. Maybe you'll even find that like a groundhog or something just yank that whole thing down from the top. <laughs> oh, it pulled it down into the thing. Is that possible? I. It'd be a fucking strong groundhog. Riley, do you have another pitch for us? Um, I Detective Hat is on. But yes, I do have... <laughs> I can find another pitch. I moved where my Podcast Minds tab was. Uh, so now I have to like reorient myself. Andrew, I love every time that you're just like, no, nah, you should just use TweetDeck like I do. And then you show me a screenshot of the biggest behemoth of a tab i've ever seen i just wish i could color code them you know <laughs> she could have like this is the green column and this is the blue column i think it would help <laughs> you find them um the podcast minds hashtag the podcast minds podcast mm-hmm. where we relitigate the top 10 of the billboard top 100 from previous years andrew i this comes from me this is my suggestion i tweeted this so i would remember it um mm-hmm. andrew i was looking at the billboard top 100 from uh what year is this, this is 2008 i believe Okay. And it's and it's fucked. And I I want I want to go over it. <laughs> I want to go over it with you. And I think that this is a whole podcast. Can I read you the bill this is 2007. Can I read you the Billboard sure. Top 100 from 2007? Yes. Number 1 is Low featuring Flo Rida and T-Pain. That's fair. Good start. The second is Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis. I've never heard that song in my life. Third. Uh that name rings a bell. Third is No One by Alicia Keys. Cool. Down. That's fair. 
Fourth is Lollipop by Lil Wayne featuring Static Major. Sure. Sure. Uh, five is Apologize featuring by One Republic, uh, a song I've, again, never heard. Uh, as far as I understand it, Run Republic is a Christian reggae band, but I could be wrong. Uh, six that would explain why I've never heard of them. Six is a song called No Air by Jordan Sparks and Chris Brown. Never uh-huh. heard it? Yep. Seven no is Love air, Song. No Air. Yeah, I know oh, that song. you got that. Okay. Seven Tell is... me how I'm supposed to breathe with no air. Oh. Oh, my God. I don't know the Glee version of that song. Seven, <laughs> yep, that'll do it. Seven is Love Song by Sarah Bareilles. Okay. Eight is Love in This Club by Usher featuring Jeezy. Nine is With okay. You by Chris Brown. Ten is Forever by Chris Brown. Uh, I think that this is a travesty. Because you know what else was on the top 100? Uh, yeah, Sure. What was on the top 100? Soldier Boy. Crank That was 2007. And whether or not that's a good song doesn't matter. Whether it changed the face mm-hmm. of music does. It should be higher on this list. It's 54. This isn't the best songs right it's the most listened to well yeah yeah it's the most listened to most played and so like soda boy should be higher but they weren't counting myspace plays at the time right so right this is yeah like... they didn't count myspace or youtube yeah mm-hmm. so i suggest we do the billboard top 100 adjusted for inflation or the what we believe the top 10 most important songs of a year were because also is... you you no, go, go ahead also, Love Story by Taylor Swift came out this year, and that's like her breakout single, and that's like at 82. 82? Are you kidding me? Is this a well, joke? That was back during the like homophobic Taylor Swift days, right? I, you know, probably, but, you know, I, I only know so much. Uh, <laughs> I, I, what, <laughs> it's, her, it's her pop country, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, 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 almost certainly, almost certainly. I remember those days, I remember, what'd you say, 2010? Uh, 2008. 2008? Yeah, it sounds right. Um, So, you want us to go over the Billboard Top 100 and just pick which top 10 or the act should be the best, are the best 10? Yeah, I want us to look at a top 10, top 10, and then go like, does this feel right, does this feel wrong, and then like, figure out what we would remove, what we would put in instead, uh, because like... I just think that there's there are better songs that I actually remember. And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't think that, like, that Taylor Swift song or Soldier Boy should be below Paralyzer by Finger Eleven. <laughs> Damn. Which is somehow above I'm Yours by Jason Mraz, a song I don't even really like, but... <laughs> God, I haven't heard the name Jason Mraz in a long time. <laughs> and then under that is Metro Station Shake It. MIA's Paper Planes, and then another What a Republic song. <laughs> See, this sounds... You... You think this sounds wrong to you because you expect better things to be better regarded in their time, right? I, I, I feel guess, like this feels yes. right to me because it's based off of radio stations. And this is back when radio stations were like they matter actual things not like mm-hmm. the garbage we get today yeah but like still i just i feel like i heard more i, I want i what i want to do with a retrospective top 10 is i want to go mm-hmm. back i want to go like okay what actually in in hindsight is the top 10 you know what i mean mm-hmm. I yeah, want to you do want that to take take the top list and say what what actually survives the test of time what's worth it here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like uh fucking where i just saw it there is Buck Cherry is on this list above that Taylor Swift saga at 44. It's above Soldier Boy, even. 
Buck Cherry's sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm I'm looking around here too. Uh I am looking uh ten years later uh, not ten years later, six years later, twenty fourteen, we do get uh what uh Chase on Twitter, uh, just some rando, uh-huh. uh is saying is uh, the worst top 10 of all time. Oh, let's take a peek. Let's take a peek. This is Happy by Pharrell Williams. <laughs> all right. Dark Horse by Katy Perry. I've never heard that song. All of Me by John Legend. Uh, Fancy by Iggy Azalea. Ooh. Counting Stars by One Republic. Talk Dirty by Jason Derulo featuring mm-hmm. Two Chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rude by Magic. Uh, <laughs> all About That Bass by Megan Trainer. Uh-huh. Problem by Ariana Grande featuring Iggy Azalea and Stay With Me by Sam Smith. All right. Okay. And then the number 11 is Timber, Pitbull, and Kesha, which frankly should be higher up. Here's what I would do to edit this. One, again, One Republic is not a real band. I don't think they actually exist. I think they're like a mattress firm where they're just there to launder money and sit on Sure, sure, sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Katy Perry song. I've never heard that song in my life. Now, while I'm not saying Fancy by Iggy Azalea is a good song, I do think that it belongs in there. <laughs> and same thing with talking. I hate Jason Derulo more than anything in my life. You need to understand that about me. I hate Jason Derulo more than I hate like people who have wronged me. Talk Dirty should be on that top ten. It should be lower, but it should be on that top ten. <laughs> <laughs> and Because when you scroll down here, again, yeah, Timber, boom. I don't think Shake It Off by Taylor Swift deserves to be on that list. Lords Royals, Lords Team. We've got a uh let's see here. Another Iggy Azalea was all over this motherfucking thing. Yeah, people used to like her for some reason. That's wild. What happened to her? <laughs> you know what? I think I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't tell you. Boom Clap by Charlie XCX. That deserves to be higher up. Miley Cyrus's Wrecking Ball, frankly, probably deserves to be higher up. Paramore's Ain't It Fun. Paramore's Ain't It Fun. That has stood the test of time. I've run into a problem with lists like this where so many of these songs I've only really interacted with as mashups. <laughs> so when I think of Paramore Ain't It Fun, I think of Into Club. I have this same kind of situation where I've heard like a very good, I in high school at an impressionable, impressionable age, Heard a mashup of a, a Billy Idol song and an Eminem song. Now they both live fused in my brain for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I think of Paramore's "Ain't It Fun" and I just get a Fifty Cent beat in the back of my head. That yeah. it's like this is the right song, right? This is how it goes. There are worse things because like mashups are special. To which Andrew, as we're as we're sitting here talking about music at the large scale, um, and we can, we can call this a uh, re- revisionist hit revisionist hit story i like that i like got it ding we can scroll back i want to know a podcast mashup i think that i think that you know music has held on to the mashup for too long movies have some of it where it's or tv has some of it where you have like the star trek episodes that are new episodes that have old episodes built into it they go back to the 60s or whatever sure i want to know I want, I want a podcast, <laughs> a, a podcast mashup. And I think it's possible if you're a, if you're a savvy enough audio editor. And I think, 
if enough people, if we had every every podcast to release their multi track one day, mm-hmm. and then everyone could just go in and grab these little bits of audio, and then you could have your your all your your podcast blurbos talking to each other. I think that would be enjoyable. A, don't ever say the word blurbo to me. B, <laughs> uh, did you? Blurbo. If I say uh, Justin McElroy smart stuff, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, he's probably said something smart. So now there's a there's a bit that uh, Justin McElroy did on an episode of Mabim Bam way back mm-hmm. in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he where long story short, he claimed that. Uh, he and Roman Mars had their new podcast called Smart Stuff. Um, and the way that they were going to do it is just uh, basically the same way that I host Argonauts. Uh-huh. Where So the way that it would happen is that Roman Mars would say all of the uh, smart stuff to him. And then Justin would say, hmm, interesting. Okay. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> Neat. And uh, Justin basically released that audio of just him saying the little fillers in between. And then Roman Mars went in and recorded around that and made the episode together. That's made incredible. A, a fake episode of Smart Stuff. That's extremely funny. I think this is exactly what we're talking about. Where yes. We are we are taking we're going to take my track from an episode of uh, of Argonauts. <laughs> And we could probably take a Roman Mars track, mm-hmm. and I bet you would roughly get the same as a segment of Smart Stuff, where I would just be like, hmm, okay. But here's my Wow, thing. okay, cool. I don't want any new content created. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You, you, you don't get a mashup where somebody has been like, and I've recorded a new song and snuck it in here. You'll I, get I, like the- Yeah, no, no, I'm, I agree with you. I'm saying that you could take you could take- you could do that. Uh, you, I'm you saying, pull I'm from saying Argonauts that, like, footage and then exists. You, yes, you pull from Argonauts and then you put it into smart stuff. I see, uh-huh. I see. But I want I want a conversation, Andrew. I want it mm-hmm. to be you know how sometimes you listen to a mashup and you're like, that's fucking seamless. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just not how it's always been. Yeah. I think we could do that. I think we just find a broad enough topic and you know, there's a there's a fucking host of gaming shows. You could steal when a new Destiny comes out, you could just steal fucking bits from every gaming show and have a big roundtable discussion. Yeah, I'm sure that like IGN has a podcast and Giant Bomb has a podcast, and uh, I think Giant Bomb's I, whole thing are podcasts. Yeah, I'm sure that you could just like splice some of those hosts together, and nothing in the content would change. <laughs> I'll just spirit giant bomb all I want. I I bet that you could just like cut and paste. You'd be just like, wow, here's gamer opinions. Picking on giant bomb at, at this point doesn't feel doesn't feel. <laughs> it feels like punching down, and I know they're still up from us, but it feels like punching down. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What's their What's their new uh, What's their new endeavor? Uh, Next lander. Next lander. I was gonna say, what's their what's their not giant bomb that they started? Okay, yeah. Well, then fine. Next lander podcast, yeah, IGN or whatever. That's always fascinating to me when people leave their podcast network to leave it behind, and they like, you know, they leave their whole thing. Like, you know what? This is great. They're like, you know what? I'm gonna do now with all this free time is I'm gonna go do exactly what I was just doing at the other place. <laughs> I mean, it's it's directly a now I own this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like I, mm-hmm. I did this back in the day in a way that like I sold it because it was more profitable to do it then, but now I don't own the thing that I make, so I'm gonna 
cut this. I'm going to, I'm going to, hi, I'm Jack Kirby. I'm going to go to DC and I'm just going to redo all of the uh, eternal stuff that I made and start the new gods. <laughs> and no one will give a shit about either of them. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It's just that, but with gaming podcasts. We should have, when we switched over to Moonshot, we should have changed the name of every podcast. (laughs) 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 We should have changed every name. We could have just uploaded uh, Interstitial Season 3 and said, you know what, this is now called uh, (laughs) Abba Fight. Yeah, listen, and like, I did, I changed my name. I, if not us, then who's now really up against the amazing friends? That's two different shows, baby. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a little different. You changed that name because the, the old name was bad. <laughs> and listen, sometimes that happens. I mean, <laughs> I mean, look at Chime Bum. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny to see it happen. Like, uh, the old people that worked at Kotaku and then like, I think two of them got let go by Kotaku or they left Mm -hmm. Kotaku and they were like, we have new subsequent gaming podcast now on, uh, uh, now on, uh, the other network, the, the, the big podcast network that the Bim Bams are on. Mm -hmm. On Maximum Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like they stopped doing, they stopped doing whatever the fuck it was. Like it was like called Triple Play and then they switched to Triple Click. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. I love that shit. I it's, <laughs> it makes it so fucking enjoyable. I very excited, very excited for us to get picked up by Maximum Fun and start doing our show, the Content Cloud. We're gonna pick <laughs> little content berries and put them together into a show. The Content Cloud it makes it seem like we're like a uh, a Web three startup. <laughs> well, yeah. Each of these, each of our new uh, podcasts is gonna be. Powered on its own on the blockchain. Uh, you know, we have, uh, hey, for the people that don't know, because we never talk about it, uh, you can own any episode of the Podcast Minds by going to thepodcastmind.com. Um, where you all, can, proceeds, uh, all proceeds go to charity. Yeah, <laughs> you make a donation and then you get to own an episode of a podcast. And mm-hmm. now I'm saying we do it for real. Yeah. Uh, we'll just have them all backed by an NFT. Perfect. Easy peasy. <laughs> I... I just had a flash forward like terror of like because we've been talking talking about music about the first NFT musician and Mm -hmm. like I'm I'm fucking mortified. (laughs) I I hate it. Don't those already exist? Don't people sell like here's your certified copy of my new song? That's wild. That's backed by the blockchain or whatever. I've listened to somebody try to explain it for real, and it just ended with me wanting to punch them so bad. Just Basically. Like, whenever a motherfucker starts talking in that way, and it's like, well, the important thing about the blockchain is like, oh, I want to hit you. Oh, I want to put you in a locker. <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I feel every bit of a bully inside of me going like, I should give you a swirly. <laughs> like, right now. I think bullies have given swirlies a bad name. I think a swirly well delivered is a perfectly valid solution to a lot of problems. True, true. If I if I could swirly most people in my life that bother me, I think I'd be a better person. And I think that like you give a swirly to a person that really deserves it, it gets a point across. <laughs> it really does. it ends the conversation because there ain't no coming back from that. Despite, it sure does. Despite what uh, teen coming of age shows want you to believe, there's no going back from a swirly. There really, there really isn't. 
Oh, Riley, I got another pitch for you. Yeah, hit me, hit me. What do you got? <laughs> so, uh, Nine sends in a podcast that we're going to need. Uh, I know I don't talk about this very often, but I'm willing to sell out. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm willing to take a paycheck. Uh, we need to find a restaurant to partner with. Because they've submitted a restaurant review podcast, but every episode is about the same restaurant, just done in a slightly different podcast genre. Did you watch that YouTube video of uh, the guys who ate at every rainforest cafe in America and Canada? My standards aren't that low, no. A, a very funny. Do, do you, can I tell you this, uh, the whole concept? There are two videos. I'm doing it anyway. I, I believe <laughs> that the whole concept is that they ate at every rainforest cafe in America and Canada. Yeah, there are two. There are two different videos. Uh, two different YouTubers go on this this big old adventure. One one by the guy that enjoyed it, and one by the guy that didn't enjoy it. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so basically, I was watching that video, going like, "Oh, me and Andrew could do this." So this is us doing that, except it's a much bigger chain. I think. I think we need to go to every Bennigan's in America. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've never been to a Bennigan's, so this could have that uh, well, that rewatch, first time watch part to it too. And that and that fits, Andrew. Maybe that fits perfectly because the grumpy one in that show had never been to a rainforest cafe. <laughs> See, this sounds great because I can go and be like, "Ooh, I bet the chicken nuggets are great," and you're sitting there thinking, "I know for a fact that the chicken nuggets here are absolute garbage." <laughs> I know this Andrew's shit is about ass. to experience this for the first time in real time. So my episode for that one will be horror. Yours will be comedy. Well, we're Another still being episode... paid. So you need to you need to you need to put a lid on it. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll have an ASMR episode. We'll have an advice podcast once you get deep enough into it that like mm-hmm. I feel like once I've eaten at six different Bennigans, I'll be able to like really drill into here's some things to know about Bennigans before you get started. Yeah, it'll be, you know, we, we break down the history, we, we get into like a, a restaurant is, <laughs> and like, really start at square one, you know, and then eventually <laughs> we'll, we'll be sprinkling enough things that you'll all be Ben experts by the end of it. Ben, 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 there's gotta be a... Benefits. Ben Ben we, we start as Ben generalists, and then <laughs> Ben beginners, and by the end we'll be something. By the end, and and hey, the journey's about finding out what we are. At the end of this, and I bet the answer is not friends. <laughs> <laughs> you got another pitch for me. <laughs> Um, uh, I I do have a it, it's it's also a pitch more of a question. Have you heard of a uh, Kojima's podcast? He announced it at uh, the the Not Game Awards the other day, right? Yeah, it's called like Brain Shape or something like that. Oh, good. I'm sure. Look, you know who I'm sure has really good, interesting opinions about how brains work is uh, Hideo Kojima. What do you think filtered would be... through a translator hosted by? Uh, Jeff Keeley. Jeff Keeley. Who do you think the worst roundtable would be to talk about? The worst, but okay. Here are my qualifications. It needs to be a bunch of professionals. It needs to be something that somebody conceivably would look at and say, like, this is going to be amazing. And it also needs to be the worst possible interactions. To which I know that, like, if you have Hideo Kojima and Stephen King talking about brains, 
that's probably going to be terrible. <laughs> but yeah. boy, howdy. <laughs> I, I think I think what we need to do to that, we need to add a director. A director who's... It's not Michael Bay. I, I, my I, gut... What's my your gut, gut says Tarantino. Oh, that's a good addition to that circle. This is like a creator roundtable that someone is going to like sell access to viewing this for like 20 bucks a stream. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I, you want to hate watch this, then you're going to need to pony it. Right. Uh, I think Kojima. Uh, yeah, Kojima, Stephen King. Quentin uh, Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. God, I hate <laughs> saying this all out loud. What's another genre? What's another? Uh, What's creative? another medium? Another medium. We got books. We got movies. We got games. Um, <laughs> who's who's the who's the person that like wrote most of the CW superhero shows? Is that Speedweed? Am I remembering that correctly? <laughs> <laughs> Is that Speedweed? I think I think I think oh, Google Speedweed. Speed nope, weed. I'm looking for the screenwriter, not the cannabis company. Speedweed is an American editor, writer, and producer. No, he did uh NCIS Los Angeles Political Animals and for the sci-fi Stephen King series Haven. So he worked on a Stephen King thing, so I can't Yeah, it's think too much crossover. Oh, he also did Andrew, Arrow. Andrew, Andrew, did Arrow. it's Dan Harmon. What am I saying? It's Dan Harmon. Shit, it's group. Dan Harmon. You're right. We get Dan Harmon. Uh, fuck. Dan and... Harmon, Kojima, Kick, and Tarantino. And we have the worst podcast that is the most successful thing any of us have ever been involved in. This is going to be a $4.2 billion podcast deal through Spotify. Uh, that will get canceled after a single season. <laughs> it will kill us and others on site. It'll be the first podcast with a de- well. It'll be the first podcast with a death toll directly. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> I'm imagining this conversation and how awful it is. I, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I need I need to steer out of this skid. Can I pitch you another podcast? Yeah, you can. This one comes to us from uh, at PR the Disaster, who says a book club podcast of published fan fiction, where the hosts try to figure out the original IP that got the names replaced in the publishing process. Oh, so it's like a Twilight, not Twilight, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey situation. Or that uh, that book that's out now that is a thinly veiled Raylo fic. You're going to need to be more specific about that last one. Raylo published. Are you talking about the scientist one, the love hypothesis? Is that what it's called? I saw it at Barnes and Noble the other day. Love hypothesis. Yes, I am talking about the love hypothesis because <laughs> on the cover of that book it is Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver. Uh, because I'm looking at a Goodreads list right now of Raylo fanfics turned into published books. It is 25 <laughs> books deep. No. Uh, we've got. Uh, ooh boy, this is. Hmm. 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 I am seeing a couple of the same author, and I wonder if this is just like. 
Maybe she just took this and turned it into a series. Maybe by the third book, maybe it's no longer Raylo, but for the first one, it certainly is. Uh, I got a book called We'd Know By Then. Uh, let's see. We'd Know By Then book. Let me look at the art here. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you can kind of look at a... There's some you can kind of look at a cover and be like, that's a Raylo. <laughs> <laughs> they never do this for like the franchises or the ships I care about, the franchises I care about. I never I never see this for shit that matters to me. It's always like, wow, y'all are just out there. <laughs> You're just trolling through Barnes and Noble like, where's the Zoids fan fiction turned into a real book? <laughs> Please, I, I need the digital monsters. I don't give a shit about Zoid's fan fiction, I promise you. I know I'm about to can release Can I not that find a series about a strange chinchilla who can move quite quickly and falls in love? <laughs> falls in love with the, the, the ultimate life form. <laughs> Right, oh, I, get a, I get a scary question for you. I am so ready, Andrew. <laughs> Are you a shipper? I'm not. I'm not a shipper. I'm not a shipper. I am someone who like will see if I see like a pair that 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 is that I'm like yes, absolutely. On uh, while I'm watching a show, I will like I will call it out, but I would never post. <laughs> <laughs> a pre a prerequisite of shipping is posting, <laughs> Andrew. And I, I, I simply would never <laughs> make <laughs> post. I don't know if that's necessarily true because I've I've certainly watched Are, a show and been like these two characters should be together. Uh, I'm not gonna post a. I might post a. Well, I'm trying to think, have I ever posted about a ship? I think shipping. I think posting is essential to shipping. I think you need to post. Does in order retweeting to ship. count as posting? I don't think so. I think that isn't because that's somebody else posting and you going like, yeah, like that's that is different. You know what I mean? Does okay. going to a restaurant count as cooking? Sure. Okay. Okay. I can I can see mm -hmm. that. Now, am I like? Does a part of me go like? Do it, like when I was watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show, was I like, oh, Raph and Casey? Like I see that because they hate each other and they learn mm -hmm. to respect each other and love each other by the end of that bad boy. I see that. Will you ever catch me posting about it? Never, Andrew. Never in my life. Because no never, one cares. I don't care. I'll never make a Frankie X Robin post, but like, I know it's true. Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes, that's all you need. That's all you need, baby. You just mm -hmm. need to know it's true in your heart. You don't need to, you do not need to So you to don't take, need to post. You don't need to, well, to ship, you need to post. In order to be like, oh, I like those two together. That's just a quiet little thing between you and God. <laughs> you don't gotta share that with nobody. Your your argument is it's not shipping until you have until you've added sin. <laughs> it's not. It, it doesn't count shi as shipping unless you've sinned before the it eyes does, of the Lord. It doesn't count. It doesn't count as shipping unless you have posted. Posting, in and like that is and and. You have to be in a fandom to ship, I think. I think you have to... When shipping is like a... I think shipping begets fandom. And both of those things beget posting. But caring about... Go, go looking at a, a show and going, these two people belong together. 
Now that's just a quiet thing in your brain, baby. That's just a, that's just a thing for you. And you know, you can share that with people. You can talk to people about it. You can talk to them in real life about it. But as soon as you post, as soon as you post, you've gone too far. You've sinned, and well, now you're a shiver. <laughs> I think that you're entirely wrong. But luckily for me, I don't have to do anything about it. I'll let our Tumblr followers get to that first. That's uh, I would lo- legitimately. We've had East Kai discourse. What I want is I want. I, I know what I'm about to say. If you're about to say the words "I want shipping discourse," I'm I'm ending this podcast immediately. I want shipping discourse. Hi ho! Hi ho! Four, eight, fifteen, sixteen, twenty-three, forty-two. Andrew, Andrew, what are you doing? Oh, hey, Marn. Uh, so I'm playing through an alternate reality game, and there's a number station puzzle that we just can't solve. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I tried everything else, and I figured that the best way to solve it would be to get into its head and think like a number station. I've been saying numbers into microphones for hours. Okay, well, I, I think I have a better idea. What's that? You could just listen to the Argonauts podcast. Every two weeks, I can let you know the ins and outs of old Args and give you a deep dive on how they were created. Uh, do you think we could like have a nuanced discussion about game-making philosophy and how cultures around games have changed as well? Yeah, and you can definitely continue to fail to solve old Args along the way. Well, it sure would be cool if that was a podcast you could find among with a bunch of other great shows over on the Moonshot Network. You know, it sure would. <laughs> well, cool. Thanks for the invite. Uh, anyways, I'm going to get back to this, though. 23. 19. Okay. 